Hi everyone. This is the third <laughs> time we're doing this because my Wi-Fi is unstable and I don't know what to do about it. Um, if my Wi-Fi is unstable, I am unstable. Um, but yes, um, uh, this is welcome to our new episode of Open Book. I'm a little frazzled right now, but my name is Lindsay. I'm Saisha. I'm your. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. Yeah. That's that's okay. That's okay. Um, and today we're just gonna we're hoping to have a little bit of a chill episode, talk about what's been going on in our lives. Um, Saisha, if you want to be the one yeah, to start it off, sure. This time. We're gonna be talking about just how we're feeling right now because I don't know. I feel like that's most fitting. We're gonna talk about like burnout, um, being settled at home, self growth, all that stuff. But um, to start off, I'll, I'll just give a little mini life update, I guess. Um, I've definitely mm-hmm. had one of the most busiest weeks, I think, of school ever. Um, I was super, super swamped this week. And I think I, like, oddly enough, took a lot away from it about, like, myself, I guess, as a student. Um, and, like going deeper into that I kind of had made like this goal with myself to take care of myself more um and I think previously I thought like taking care of myself was like oh getting enough sleep and drinking water and eating food but I wasn't really mentally and like physically taking care of myself um and that kind of all went to shambles this week like there was like I had no time to breathe I wasn't getting good sleep it was a disaster um so I'm definitely feeling really burnt out and I think going back into second semester I had like this I was like ready you know I was ready to take it on I think both of us were like pretty optimistic but I'm 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 feeling the workload right now and it's a lot of pressure and just talking about like thinking about college in the future and standardized testing and all that stuff it's just been kind of overwhelming for me but how are you feeling um I would say I defer for me a little bit because I haven't had I don't think anything's really hit me yet this semester um I've most of my classes have been all right. I think I've been learning to handle the stress a lot better. So I don't really feel that stress anymore. I just kind of get to it when Mm -hmm. I get to it. And I feel like this might sound obnoxious, but I feel like I've transcended in some way. Like maybe last semester, there was a point where I was like, like yeah I still care about my academics but in the long run it doesn't matter that much so I'm not gonna like stress myself out to the point where I'm compromising my own happiness and things that I want to do um so I'm in kind of an okay place but the work is building up and it's not enjoyable because it takes away from a lot of other things in my life Mm -hmm. I think also just the fact that, kind of ranting here, (laughs) but, like, everything is taking me so much longer and making me so much more anxious than it was in person. Like, I don't know if this is even a thing, but I have, like, Zoom call anxiety. Like, I just get so nervous before entering a Zoom call or Zoom class because I know, like, what's gonna happen if that makes sense whereas it was so much more natural Mm -hmm. and I just was I wasn't really nervous entering into class in real life you know so having that like every class every day it's a lot to handle and I've kind of like seen that translate to like other parts of my life not related to school um and I'm trying to find ways to like you know tone down the anxiousness and stuff like that but um I think just being on screens for so long like I'm just on my laptop for so long and I I've really experienced the effects like again I don't know if other people are feeling this might just be me but like this like over simulation stimulation and it's constant you know like we're not built to be looking at screens like this it's inevitable that we're gonna burn out and like fizzle out so that's just that's how I'm feeling and it's like 
how do you circumvent the problem? You can't really, you know? Like, it's just frustrating mm-hmm. because it's hard to find applicable solutions, especially as a virtual student right now. Yeah. I actually read something online. I forget where. Maybe Reddit. But people were like saying people were talking about zooming anxiety and kind of getting more nervous in a virtual meeting than they would in real person which we also talked about Seisha um and I think part of it is kind of being self-conscious on camera and also having to see yourself in the zoom meeting because that's like the default mode and because we see ourselves we're like constantly checking Mm -hmm. ourselves and when we see ourselves with other people on on the same screen we're kind of automatically thinking that everyone else is also looking at us whereas when we're in regular class we're kind of just looking at everyone else um and no one's like really ever looking at you in regular class like in person but on screen it's just kind of like amplified because you have all these sets of eyes staring at the same thing so you know not the most pleasant situation yeah Um, I think that's like important to touch upon like not that like we're mm -hmm. self-conceited but like it does take away when like let's say you're taking a test and you just see like all these faces staring at you if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. I've just found that really pressuring Mm -hmm. because like when I take a test in real life I'm not really like nobody's looking at me you know what I mean like yeah Mm -hmm. my teacher might be looking Mm -hmm. at me but I don't feel that like gaze if that makes sense bro it's real awkward like it's like I I I don't know it's just I don't know how else to describe it it's like I don't want to be in the situation where everyone's looking at me when I'm under stress and having everyone look at like quote-unquote look at me who knows where they're looking but it just kind of it takes away from a lot of what I want to say as well because you know it's kind of intimidating honestly I don't I don't always feel like I want to say something in my Zoom meetings because I don't, it's kind of like, it's kind of dystopian. It's kind of, it's just strange. That's all I have to say. It's strange. I don't enjoy it at all. I think like shifting a little bit, I've just been thinking about like the return to school and that's like, even just thinking about it, I get so nervous because first of all, it's been like a year since we've been on campus. Mm-hmm. And second of all, it's just going to be so odd to like remake friends if that makes sense. Like we still have our friends, but mm-hmm. like we haven't seen them in real life in so long, right? Like especially people that like mm-hmm. live farther away. Um mm-hmm. and that's like just thinking about that it's so odd you know like we had to do this in freshman year but we're gonna have to do this again you know and like rebuild those connections when like everybody around us or like a lot of people around Mm -hmm. us have been with each other already yeah I I totally agree I think it's I think I have a little bit of a different perspective because personally I know a lot of people are really dying to get back to school um, because that's the way they function best in person and kind of being there like actually engaged in their learning I also want that but I've also found that my time away from school has been super super valuable in me being able to form my own identity beyond our campus and my social life there because I'm I'm just given time to kind of while I'm still in school I'm like also like a complete separate entity and Mm. I've grown so so much apart from school because school can be real toxic sometimes and yeah we talked about this like being so invested in the little things that are happening and you know Mm -hmm. not being able to look beyond that I think adding on to that I really liked how you just talked about how you feel like your own separate entity I feel like a lot of times when we're at school we're kind of just like part of this blob if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um and I'm really thankful like one of the topics I wanted to talk about today was just self-growth in general 
Um, and I know a lot of us, all of us have grown over the pandemic, but also just being virtual during like the fall semester and this winter, um, like you said, I don't feel that need to associate myself with school, if that makes sense. I'm myself. And so there's a lot, there's nobody or not nobody or nothing, but like not a lot of influence um, every day constantly around me, like shaping who I am in like an, in sometimes a negative way, if that makes sense, or like hindering my self growth. I just feel like I've really been able to learn about myself and others in ways that I'm scared that when I return to school, um, not that I'm going to revert back to my old ways, but that like that self-growth won't be so abundant. Mm. I feel you. Yeah, I don't at this point, I don't really identify with our school at all beyond academics because I know um, when we're really in the thick of things there, um, I think that's just that's just people's lives. Like everything is about school, about the people, about your friends. You can see it in um, like Instagram bios, everyone just puts their school, no matter where you're from, people just put their schools in their bios as if that's their whole life, and myself included, um, but yeah, me too, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't want that to be me, you know, I don't, I don't, like, I, I feel like oftentimes at school, I've just been kind of, I, I don't like the way I am at school, like, I was at school uh, sophomore year, especially, and even freshman year, because the when I look back on it, it was just, I wasn't really doing anything that was really kind of making me, I guess, interested or motivated to better my life. Like, I was just stuck in that one spot because... I didn't feel like the people around me reflected what I wanted either, so I don't know. I just, I like being mm-hmm. apart, but I know I'm going to have to go back at some point, and I'm not looking forward yeah. to that. I think bouncing off of that, um, just the, like you said, I don't know, I feel like, again, it was it's been a while mm-hmm. since we've been at school yep. so we were definitely younger and less self-developed for sure um but i just feel like when i look back on it i didn't really develop my passions a lot at school nope because i didn't really feel like they were like the the stuff that was cool Mm-mm. if that makes sense or like not even that i just wasn't really push to pursue that type of stuff or nobody was really like Mm -hmm. showing me like like I don't know a warm invitation and being like oh that's so interesting that you want to learn more about that or Mm -hmm. do this or do that like tell me more you know it was kind of just I feel like people didn't really talk about that much um and now that I'm so settled in like being alone at home and doing school by myself and I'm able to like pick and choose who I talk to and I'm really secure in my relationships. I just wonder how that's going to be affected when I go back to school and I have to interact with people that like I may not want to interact with all the time, you know? Like I don't know how I'm going to adapt to that and Um, just thinking about how much we had to do that, you know, how much we had to assimilate is pretty shocking and, I don't know, kind of crazy to me then when I look back at it. People don't really care in high school in general. I mean, it depends what school you go to, but I found at our school, like, not to diss people, but I, I guess my interests just don't really align at all with the people I found there and that's okay because sometimes in life you just have to deal with these things like mm-hmm. it's not really hardship sir I'm privileged yeah. I'm going to a good school and it's fine you know I've made my own choices to get here um but also there's a sense of like loss that I feel because I know the environment that I would thrive in and I know the type of people I vibe with and it's just 
you know, it's just not compatible with our current school, and that's not anyone's fault. It's really just a thing that I have to figure out for myself in the future. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. It's just, like, a specific question, but um, what's one thing that, kind of shifting gears into the self-growth direction, but what's one thing that um, you want to work on right now, self-growth-wise? One thing I want to work on. That's a good question, Sasha. I'm also feeling in a bit of a rut at the moment because of kind Mm -hmm. of schoolwork in general and also just being at the same thing for so long. But I guess the number one thing is kind of expand my interests and be able to not just like do it on my own, but be able to impact others in some way with my stuff stuff um but yeah basically my camera was broken for about a month and it was like being fixed for so so long Mm -hmm. so I didn't I felt super lost because I didn't have anything to like kind of force me to go out and actually do um so I wasn't really enjoying anything because the one thing that I really do want to put effort into was away from me and I wasn't about to like go buy a new camera um but now that I have it back I think I have like plans for what I'm going to do with it I'm more of a street photographer so I like to go out and see different scenes and kind of capture the street life but I think I'm gonna work on like more concentrated areas now I'm gonna come up with like more like specific ideas of places I want to go or people I want to document um so I think I'm going to go out and do that today if I if I have time and I'm excited for that you know little things I love that I think how about you how wonderful thing um thank you for me um right now I think I'm just trying to be okay with not being okay and also another thing just like being more grateful I think those are two things I'm working on the first one I think a lot of times when I'm like oh I I like detect a feeling or like I don't know I identify or label something I'm like I'm sad so then I just stay sad you know sometimes I let my emotions like take over um and it's really important to feel what you're feeling and like your feelings are valued um and val um validated but also not letting that take over is something I'm trying to learn and how that like oh even if I have a bad morning that doesn't mean I'm gonna have a bad day you know like and Mm -hmm. understanding that sometimes you're gonna have a bad day but that's what makes the good days good you know I think just cherishing Mm -hmm. those little moments and not being so fixated on what the future is like or having to like be introspective all the time I think a lot of the time I put this pressure to like fully know myself where it's like sometimes there's just things that you feel that can't be named and that doesn't make you Mm -hmm. any less of a developed person if that makes sense that happens to all of us and I think sometimes in society there's this pressure when you're talking about self-growth and stuff like that that you kind of have to have it all like ironed out and figured out but that's really not how it looks nobody's self-growth journey is perfect it's always evolving it's always changing so understanding that and then the second thing for me would just be being more grateful I think um I've been trying to write in my journal every night (laughs) three things that I'm grateful for and not just like the basic things like oh I'm grateful for my friends and food and family because of course I'm grateful for those things Mm -hmm. and I'm so blessed I live such a blessed life but also like feeling that gratitude for like the small things that I don't really think about in my day-to-day life but also that have so much effect on me I think I'm learning to be more grateful for those moments too so those are two things that I'm trying to work on pretty big things to tackle but I think I'm 
making my way. It'll always yeah. be a journey. But Seisha, yeah. that was that was real philosophical. I love that. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that. I was just out here saying, Oh, I just wanna I just wanna go out with my camera and Seisha was like I'm I'm gonna be more grateful, sir. Okay. I'm gonna explain my answer right now because I guess oh I have God, a couple no. things to yeah, add. Um, okay. So number one thing I guess I want to like make more of an effort to kind of eat healthy and go out and exercise. I don't love exercise. If you know me, you know I don't like exercise. I I feel like I've maintained a fairly healthy weight so I have never like felt the need to go out and really do anything. Um, I'm comfortable. I've I've always been comfortable with the way I was. Um, and exercise is enjoyable for some people, but not really for me. But I think after trying it recently, after, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, heavy exercise. It can just be going out for a walk and not doing anything else in between Mm -hmm. that. Um, it's kind of pleasant, so I'm gonna work towards that. Another thing is kind of just, like, mindfulness in general. For sure. Um, again, this is, this is gonna sound real stupid but i've been doing meditation okay i I, i'm acting like i've been doing it consistently but i've really only done it once like in the past couple days um (laughs) but it's it's been interesting like that one session i had i just put down my yoga mat in my room and it was like forest noises and they were telling me to breathe in and breathe out and i was like wow this is this is transformative this is wonderful like i I was genuinely taken to like a, a different place in my mind where I was at peace, you know, not really thinking about homework. And after it ended, I was chilling. I got up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start my homework right now. And it's no biggie because I'm not stressed about it and it's going to be okay. So yeah, just just a little thing that I'm trying to incorporate into my lifestyle um but i have a question for you yes this is a random one okay but do you think everything happens for a reason are you are you one of those everything happens for a reason people or are you one of the opposite types Mm. i think i am one of the everything happens for a reason people i know it's cliche but i think that at least in my life like everything bad that's happened to me everything good that's happened to me it's like laid out for itself if that makes sense and Mm -hmm. the good wouldn't happen if the bad didn't happen if that makes sense yep like i i wouldn't be here if i like didn't do something in the past right so i Uh think like yeah i have the autonomy over that but yes i do believe everything happens for a reason and i also think that mentality just like at least for me, it's nice to have faith in that, and it also puts me at ease, and mm. it's also something where, like, it allows me to not dwell on things that happen in the past too much, because mm-hmm. I do that a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, it helps me be less attached to, like, things that happen in the past, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way you say it, it makes sense for you, um, so I totally get it, but for me, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. I I completely like I never I never really agreed with it I think it's always just been something that I've like told myself but never believed you know I think a lot of it has to do with religion too because a lot of religions typically um kind of use this mentality as like a guiding force in people's lives and because I am atheist I don't believe I don't really believe in a higher power other than nature maybe but I'm just kind of like I'm living my life and hold up I'm living my life I'm I I think I create my own situations I think that may be a part of it like I guess everything happens for a reason but it's not for some other reason it's because of me you know like everything that happens to me like I kind of cause and I don't think it's like any sort of higher power kind of weighing in on what's going to happen to me um but also there's a sort of innate inequality to life you know it's 
people are born in different places and different, I guess, um, wealth statuses, etc. And I don't think that's for a reason. I don't think, I don't think you were put in a particularly bad or a good situation um, for anything other than that's like life that's nature I don't know I I can't describe it it's just an interesting question to me yeah this is what was I gonna say oh first of all I love hearing that take on it and second of all this is completely random and Mm -hmm. I might sound crazy saying this but I had a conversation with a friend with a friend the other day and we Mm -hmm. were just talking about how like again completely random but how like for example, like, whenever you see someone, you don't really see them, if that makes sense. You see, like, what they look like. So, like, when, I don't know how to, I don't know if this makes sense, but, like, mm-hmm. when somebody sees me, they just see what I look like. But I don't really mm-hmm. have control over what I look like, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that, like, what I look like determines whether they're gonna, like, talk oh to gosh. me or not, Facts. if that kind of okay. makes sense. I have something to add to this. Sorry if I'm cutting you off. No, 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 but I i've just been watching bridgerton right and it's like this new super soapy netflix show that came out way back in january so it's like december even last year i'm not sure but anyway there's this guy i forget his name honestly um but he's like this there are all these debutantes right and it's like the 1800s they're coming out to meet their husbands and their matches as they say um and they're courting each other and basically this guy asks this girl um to marry him essentially really fast but the thing is he's like ugly he's like old well he's not that old i would say like maybe 40 something and kind of ugly in general kind of chubby um you know, everyone is beautiful in their own way. But, like, in, in the show standards, they're trying to, like, make him that way. And I was just thinking, you know, if if that guy was good-looking and, you know, maybe a little younger, who knows who knows who, who would have seen him in what way, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. This is so stupid. Like, when I, when I say it now, it just, like, doesn't even make sense to me. But it's just, like, a thought <laughs> I had during the show. Because I don't... Yeah. Like, he ended up, like, not being a good person. But I think it's really that, like, initial exactly. encounter that, init- that, like, immediately turned the girl off. And it's yeah. like, you know, that's pretty privileged. Life just sucks for mediocre-looking people, you know? I think also adding on to that, like, for sure, pretty privilege is a thing. Um, But I don't know. It just made me think about how, like, it goes for, like, anybody and everybody. Obviously, there's no way to change, like, the course of human nature. But it's, like, when I I talk, like, this sounds crazy and, like, prophetic and stuff. But it's, like, oh, when I think of Lindsay, I, like, see Lindsay. Obviously, I see Lindsay, but, like... Mm -hmm. It's, like, the first thing is what's on the outside. I feel like, mm-hmm. in a way, that's kind of, like, humbling if you think about it. Because it's, mm-hmm. like, you will you never know what a person actually is like by looking at mm-hmm. them. You can assume. We all assume. We all have implicit mm-hmm. biases. But we, like, imagine how many people we come across that might not catch our eye. Oh, my god! But are so, that might be, like, completely incredible people you know like I'm sure I've come across so many people like that and it's just crazy to think that like we have these filters of like beauty standards or whatever we're fed to think that like pretty is and then that's Mm -hmm. like not saying everybody but like to a certain extent it's how we like filter our interactions and Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about that and it was just making my head hurt because it was like whoa this is so true you know like even beyond pretty privilege it's like just crazy that that's how it works I guess Mm -hmm. I mean of course it's how it works because we all have bodies and faces and physical forms but like I don't know it's just crazy to me because a lot of times it's like I look in the mirror and I'm like, this is what I look like, but like, like, that's not who I am, if 
that makes sense mm-hmm. i'm sounding crazy <laughs> i feel you okay this reminds me again not to like bring up another pop culture situation <laughs> but there's this new Making pixar the movie yeah there's this new pixar movie called soul right and i watched it yes. with my brother i won't get into it but basically it's like before like people come into the world they're really just souls like before they have a body and they showed this like kind of dystopian utopian world i would say like of little kind of baby souls that are searching for i guess their personality traits and like their passions etc so that's before they get introduced into the world and you know can't help but wonder what my soul is you know Mm -hmm. you know and it kind of sucks that we're kind of in a way some people embrace their bodies but we're some of us are also kind of trapped in them you know oh yeah for sure it's like everyone everyone makes assumptions like you said and it's kind of unfair but I'm I'm still gonna do it you know I look at people and I think certain things and I immediately like get turned off or like you know who knows what I get a different reaction for every person it's just kind of unfair because you know it's (sighs) I don't know I don't know this is real deep Seisha this is like something (laughs) I have to think about (laughs) on my own yeah but adding to your soul connection I also Mm -hmm. watch soul great movie Um, but after that um like I had just gone through a pretty like big life change um Mm -hmm. and so I was just watching that movie um the night that that happened and Mm -hmm. it was just so eye-opening to I don't know I think a lot of times we're so like the meaning of our purpose of life is so convoluted when it's like We put so much pressure on, oh, what is the meaning of life? What is the purpose Mm -mm. of life? Each of us have our own purpose and we need to figure out what our Mm -hmm. passion is or what our purpose is. And like, we can only have so many passions and we can only pursue so many things, you know? Mm -hmm. When it's like, I feel like I'm kind of spoiling the movie, but like, (laughs) spoilers, no, sorry. (laughs) But like, it's just, you really don't, like that's not your purpose on Mm -mm. earth if that makes sense right Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times we don't really think about like the importance of character when it comes to like the definition of success or like happiness or stuff like that a lot of that is driven by like just what society defines that as but it was just really interesting to watch that movie and just really reflect on like what does life actually mean and a lot of times we take it way too seriously and put way too much pressure on things that are just unattainable Mm -hmm. and things that don't really make sense where in the end when not to sound like sad and dreary but like when we're on our deathbed we haven't actually lived Mm -hmm. yeah which is like very sad to think about because that's the reality Mm -hmm. for a lot of people and I don't want that to be my reality you know yeah absolutely not purpose is oh my gosh purpose is not it's not a linear situation it's not just singular as the movie kind of showed I feel the movie was super impactful like I think I genuinely think it's like one of the most like mature things Pixar has ever done but like um yeah meaning wise I think I think it just like it made me think about like the things I was doing in my life and how I was kind of centering my life on kind of focusing like truly into like the things that I was going to present for college applications kind of and I was kind of thinking about my path in the future and how I was going to achieve um or get to where I wanted to go but really it's like I'm kind of sacrificing a lot of the little things along the way that I should be paying attention to so that's what I'm going to think of from now on but on on the other hand I have another random question for you I don't think I've asked you this before but Mm -hmm. if you could pick anywhere in the world to live where would you where would you live What's the <sighs> ideal place? Okay, this is a random... Okay. Hmm. For me, I think a lot of 
the time I was like I really wanted to live in this like super busy city um and I still definitely want to do that in my life but Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm like beating the bush with this question but I don't ever want to just like have a sedentary life and just stay in one place Mm -hmm. like I would love to have a life where I'm like moving often if that makes sense but Mm -hmm. if I were to have to stay in one place um I think right now I would probably stay in Washington State (laughs) near Seattle because I went there like a summer ago and just I would I want to stay in America maybe that's just me wanting to stay in my comfort zone (laughs) but I Mm -hmm. like I don't know this sounds again sounds deep but like I don't know I just got this really good energy from like the nature in Washington if that (laughs) makes sense it was so different Mm -hmm. from anywhere I've ever been and it's so so beautiful and yeah it just seems peaceful there like Mm -hmm. in the mountains chilling but I don't really have one specific destination. What about you? Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I like your little nature situation. It sounds super peaceful, but I must say I am the complete opposite. Um, I enjoy being in busy places because I feel like it reflects what I'm thinking in my mind because it's, like, super chaotic. Mm-hmm. And I like having people around me, like, just anywhere like not exactly to talk to I don't think like I'm a super like sociable person really like I'll talk when I have to but really it's just like the energy right yeah um I don't know like again like you I want to bounce around but I would say like maybe Tokyo because I've always loved Tokyo it just seems like such a cool futuristic place to be Mm -hmm. lots of cool people lots of cool tech lots of cool food cool culture all of it the whole package but i want to go everywhere in the world honestly i'm not ready to settle you know yeah i think i like i have that whole dilemma of like do i want to be in a city or do i want to be in like a really peaceful like landscape area i definitely want to have both in my life Mm -hmm. but like you said um I don't know I think just being in this pandemic and not really like going many places even like road trips or stuff like not really going many places and just being at home I just realized how much I took like travel and those experiences for granted um oh yeah how much in like my recent trips I think some of my recent trips weren't as they weren't like oh beach resorts and stuff like that but in fact they've been the most impactful experiences that I've had in my life and taking trips that made me uncomfortable like seeking discomfort I guess was like something that I didn't really know I wanted when I traveled but it was so like I've learned so much um from those types of trips so I think it's just like there's so much of the world to like explore and learn about you know and I don't want to miss out Mm -hmm. on that um and I'm so lucky that I even have the opportunity to like travel to the places I have before um and it's a real privilege to be able to travel and like talk like this and Mm -hmm. just have the privilege to be able to talk like this but yeah like I just I really just want to see like even like the obscure places and just get to like feel the energy if that makes sense. facts yeah no when I used to travel with my family I would say I never really like I never really cared that much you know it was kind of superficial so I would just kind of go around you know see the you know typical touristy sites just be like yeah, okay but I wouldn't really like take it in ever you know I wouldn't I wouldn't take in the energy or really like try to absorb what was happening around me I, I again like you we kind of took took it for granted but now that I'm stuck in the same spot for so long it's not the case anymore because I'm kind of viewing everything differently because I kind of have to to keep things interesting for myself at least um and kind of taking photos has made me more of an aware person of like people around me like I just like like I find 
I don't want to say joy, but it's more like interest. I don't know mm-hmm. another word for it, but it's just, I find interest in just walking around on the street and like people watching, honestly, because it's just what I do. But yes, shifting, shifting gears a little bit. I have another random question for you. But do you have any, do you have any guilty pleasures you would like to share? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if I have like specific ones. Hmm. Oh, I guess I can, I can start that, off, maybe. I Yeah, you can start okay. off. Okay. Okay. Uh, sure. I, when I, this is, like, super random, but when I'm eating, like, snack foods, I cannot watch, like, good like I always have to be watching something first of all and second of all it cannot be like good television or like a serious movie like it has to be stupid Mm. for me to enjoy my junk food um so I'll always watch like the same shows on rotation I'll watch like Gossip Girl I'll watch Queer Eye and I'll just watch like YouTube I love Queer Eye (laughs) Queer Eye is so great it's so great for like snacking honestly and but yeah that's my guilty pleasure i no okay you got something literally the i'm the exact same way like i can't be watching oh my gosh like maybe this is just me but in general when i eat like i can't be watching like something serious or like like i have to be watching Mm -hmm. something silly or something like mindless if that makes sense or like i can't enjoy my food Mm -hmm. i'm the exact same way but I don't know if I, like, I can't really think about specific guilty pleasures, but this is just a random thing, but, like, lately, now that I have my license, it's just nice to, like, go on drives and, like, spend time alone in the car singing, and also, I've just, like, been able to, like, I don't know, just stop and, like, stop somewhere random and just, like, walk outside or stuff like that. I just think I'm trying to be more appreciative of Mother Nature and, like what you said earlier just like exercising and being healthy but like for my mind more than anything else because I know it definitely like calms down my anxiousness and yeah just like taking those moments for myself but um yeah that was random but that's that's no I love that I love that. That sounds amazing. I just, I don't know. I don't think I'm really focusing on anything right now. I'm just kind of like, you know, everyone talks about the pandemic. Like, everyone uses, like, I'm just going through it, you know, to describe what's going on in their lives. I find that so interesting. Um, I guess nothing, nothing really is happening for anyone, but I don't know. I, my my mind is empty right now do you have anything do you have anything random in your life that you want to mention or anything mm-hmm. interesting that you've like picked up whether it be online or i don't know like just what's been going on for you recently um so another random thing i'm trying to like pick up piano again because i used to learn piano and was never really mm. great but um i have been like obsessed when i say obsessed Mm -hmm. like all i listen to right now is classical music like i don't know what it is but i put my classical music on and i just get my work done and i'm just like in this serene space and then i'm also like obsessed with like instrumental music and like soundtracks right now so i'll just play that when i'm like driving for fun anywhere and i swear i feel like i'm the main character but that's kind of what i've been listening to right now and wow what soundtracks are is she listening Um, to harry potter interstellar Mm, fire imitation game just like a bunch of random songs those are like real dramatic (laughs) yeah no no it's like it's it's main character stuff like i just play it and i'm just like driving like (laughs) like i feel like i'm on top of the world but she's just driving to Um, the courtyard apocalypse (laughs) oh my god i love the courtyard apocalypse stop okay i think that's like my favorite song 
out of all of them oh we okay can we talk about harry potter real quick can we talk about it because like i have been obsessed with harry potter for like maybe 10 years of my life um and i have like i go through phases like every year like i'll go through like a short phase where i'm gonna like rewatch everything right and mm-hmm. i there are always specific scenes that really get me and i never i never get tired of it honestly i don't understand people who've never like watched it or read the books i don't understand you you know i think you need to get on it quick if you're one of our little uh, one of our three listeners that have not love you guys (laughs) yes we love our fans but yeah i I don't know what are your thoughts on this important subject first of all yes i agree it's also just like mind-boggling to me how like somebody can write a story like that Mm-hmm. Like, it, I swear, like, when you watch those movies or read those books, it's reality. Like, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, the mm-hmm. way that, like, J.K. Rowling has, like, I mean, she's done some questionable stuff. But, like, the way that she's been able to, like, create a world like that. Like, it's just so crazy that, like, humans can do that, if that makes sense. You know? It's just so fascinating yeah. to me. And, um, I don't know. I just all these things i'm kind of feeling like the main character right now in my life it's literally just because of oh my instrumental gosh. music though i one swear it gives me like superpowers one more thing this reminds me of like the whole main character situation and kind of how you know it's like this trend on tiktok like i haven't been on tiktok in a while because again it's banned here and i'm not really missing anything because i haven't been looking you know but it's like there's a lot of these tiktoks with like main character energy or whatever with people like dancing on the streets like that's totally fine with people like living their lives if you're happy i'm happy but also it's like kind of toxic to have this Mm. in uh, almost like egotistical a little bit like it's okay to have like an ego and think you're the main character because i like i I think the world revolves around me, quite frankly, because <laughs> I like I view life completely from my perspective. So like in my mind, the world revolves around me. So I think it's the same thing for everyone else. And that's totally fine. So everyone kind of has this mentality. But it's it can be toxic. Like it's you know, sometimes you just gotta you gotta be a little more humble, you know? You're not the main character. You you're yeah. just kinda you're you're one of like seven billion other people. And it's just so romanticized and having this romanticized outlook, this other TikTok, you have to romanticize your life, etc. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but also that puts expectations up here, you know? And like, e- even though it's good to have like kind of like things you're looking forward to or things that you want in life, it's not really... I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer I don't want to be one of these people honestly because like I've had the same mentality with this but I don't know I'm just trying to break it down a little bit because I don't want to be I don't want to be that person you know I don't I don't describe it but what are your thoughts on this yeah my friend showed me this quote that was like there's so many great people but they're all selfish Mm -hmm. and I think that was super interesting because, like, at the end of the day, I don't really think I've met anybody that's not selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just I'm human selfish. nature. But it also just shows, like, I don't know, I just think about how much growth we could have as a, as a society if we were just more selfless. Yep. Um, and I agree with you. I think, like, there's pros and cons to like romanticizing life and at the end of the day like to each their own like like you said if somebody's happy and they're doing something that they like and it doesn't harm themselves or others then go for it do what you want but like I think like you said there's always these like constant outside pressures of this perfect life of what Mm -hmm. life should be like when Mm -hmm. life in and of itself is not ever gonna be a steady path or like nope even through the hard times I feel like a lot of people like romanticize mental health like things like that where it's like when they actually see the bad parts of mental health they don't really know how to react like stuff like that where yeah we romanticize the really 
bad things that are happening. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's great because it just gives a false sense yeah. of reality. It's like 13 reasons why like that whole situation and also like tumblr kind of that tumblr era um i i would go on tumblr and like all i would see is just people writing like super depressing passages and also like there was this phase everyone went through where we would just be like i'm depressed you know whenever like oh like this is depressing like yeah also like just kind of like using various disorders to describe how we're feeling when we're not we really don't yeah we don't have that disorder like some people are some people would be like oh like i feel bipolar today like that's not just like a one-time singular event you know Mm -hmm. people have to live with those their entire lives and so you know it's just something to keep in mind be mindful of um i don't think i don't know like society doesn't give a voice to the people who actually suffer with these like issues yeah because they're so censored like people don't want to hear about it because they don't want that to be in their life you know they're Mm -hmm. so comfortable with where they are like including myself that I don't really want to like go out and make the effort to do the research or kind of like learn to accommodate these people the best I can if they do enter my life um so yeah I'm glad you brought that up Seisha but I think wrapping it up right now um final thoughts i think first of all this conversation was lovely i like how we just asked random questions it was just great i feel a lot better to be honest i've had a pretty tough week and i don't know this made me super happy so thank you lindy thank you um and yeah i end every podcast like this with my little inspirational tidbits oh my gosh but my my little inspirational tidbit for today is um if you're feeling burnt out or you have a lack of motivation or you're not feeling productive that does not mean you are not valued and you're still doing great um and i think just to be present as like cliche as that sounds and we say it all the time like really just being present because you actually never know what the next moment holds and just making sure that you're showing yourself love and showing others love okay i'm done Mm -hmm. ranting oh my gosh i don't really have anything to add to that you summed that up quite well i guess i'll just like drop it off with one last thought i guess of the day um i think justin bieber yummy by justin bieber is a good song oh my god since no one can really fight me on this except for seisha because we're talking live i'm just gonna implant this right here for Mm -hmm. everyone on this podcast thanks thank you to our three listeners we love you all right bye everybody oh my gosh